Welcome to the shit show of my 20s. My name's Sophia, and I am so glad you're here. I am a 20-something in my early 20s, and I was going through my fair share of shit show moments, and I'm sure there's more shit show moments to come. So much fun. But it's while I was going through these moments, I was realizing I'm probably not the only 20-something who feels this way. So I decided to start this podcast back in 2020, and it's been incredible. And I love interviewing these inspiring people. And I hope that through these stories, you're able to see yourself in these stories. And it would mean the absolute world to me if you would share it with a friend as well as leave me a review on iTunes. It makes a huge difference. I put so much time and energy into this podcast and it would mean the world to me. So without further ado, let's get started. Today's guest is JJ. I love chatting with him. JJ is an international speaker and has been exciting people with his message for the last 15 years in over 30 countries. In 2009, he leveraged the social media platform YouTube to grow his brand to 57 million views online in the entertainment industry, leaving his tricks behind, he leveraged his mastery in PR and personal branding to start an advertising agency called Ace of Spades, which helps people grow their personal brand so they can become an industry leader. Doing this gives them more cash, more clients, and more freedom. So in this episode, we go into so many incredible things from mistakes he sees people make with their personal brands. And also the difference between the people who become very successful with their business and the ones who do not reach the same level of success, his personal journey, and so much more. So excited for you guys to hear this episode. Let's get started. So thank you so much, JJ, for me today. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. So I'd love to start. Tell me about your 20s. Feel free to include any shit show moments we might resonate with. Okay. Let's start there. Tell me about my 20s. What do you Yeah. 34 countries later, we're here. You know, I'm 34 now. So 20s, we're traveling around the world and finding out who I am and what I stand for and what I want to do. Three continents later, 34 countries later, you know, I'm here in amazing sunny Miami and just building the, the knowledge that you have when you, when you go global, you know, when you go global, yeah. everything changes, you know. Mm. And if you were to narrow your 20s down to one shit show moment, like one major growth moment for you, what would it be? Bad or good? It could be bad in the moment, but good long term. You know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know until you deal with it. You know, until you go through it yourself, you can read about it, you can learn about it, you can hear about it, you can, someone can tell you and you can be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But until you actually go through that pain or the darkness it really does mold you. You know, in 2017, when I when I was in America, I came to America, got my visa officially, and I went through some really dark moments, some things that I thought I never would be or never would do or just the person I would become. And I flash back to those times and it's like, whilst in the moment you're disgusted of yourself, just fed up, like, who am I? You go, you now think back and you're like, I had to, I needed to have that to understand, you know? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes yeah. we've got to sit in it. And and for me, I'm, a, I'm definitely a feeler. I'm definitely a person of immersiveness. Like you could tell me, you could give me a book of like what to do, not to do in your 20s. And I could go through it and be like, yeah, cool, next. 
there's some context behind different things, but like some people learn different ways and some people you need to keep abusing yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, however you hurt yourself to sometimes realize, okay, like what is that rock bottom point? I'm always fascinated, right? Just on a side note, when someone's super fat, like really fat and they go through a dramatic change, I'm always asking them, what was that one moment that you said, I'm fed up of being fed up? And it's never what you think, some trigger. Like they literally go cold, cold turkey. Like, what is that? And yeah, happened to me too. So probably, probably the best way to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious because what was like the moment for you where you realized how important a personal brand is? I need my own personal brand. Like what was that catalyst moment for you? It was only until the pandemic, because at the end of the day, I think everybody was living in a little bit of things were just working. And I wasn't really happy of speaking at events. I was not really happy about speaking at like corporate events. I just thought that was the, I had to push the rock up the hill and push until I figured it out. The moment I couldn't do that anymore. And the moment I got into this space of like running, helping people grow their personal brand, everything changed. And that's when I really dialed in. It made sense to me because I realized I've been jumping to different industries in different countries, right? And meeting people. And I've not always done the same thing. But how have I been able to travel around the world and do things that most people haven't been able to do? It wasn't because of talent or skill, a little bit of skill, but more so like the skill of being able to sell me, to get people to listen, to get people to go with me on a journey. And as I always tell, power of you calling someone and they pick up your phone call, that's a very powerful skill set to have. It's influence. And if someone willing is willing to call you back or pick up your phone call, that means there's value. You're valuable to them. So you want to be valuable to people, right? And that's a very powerful thing that very few people, it's sort of like next level thinking. It's the it's high end. It's the elite thinking. Like people are always trying to be better. And no, you want to be valuable to someone because when you're valuable, they care right? When you're not valuable, they don't, they don't care about you. Like welcome to life. You know, you're valuable to the person that feeds you, right? Whether that's your, your boss, whether that's your clients, right? We're all someone's client, right? We're all someone's boss. We're, so we're all working for someone because someone paying us money. So attentive to that. It's a little bit too deep on a, on a Tuesday. <laughs> no, no, I love deep as deep as we can go. <laughs> hey, people were but- People are not willing to have these hard conversations. They're not even willing to have these conversations because it's really, it, it actually puts a lot of pressure on your thinking and your thought process. Because it's sort of what I do sometimes is come in and break the bubble of Disneyland, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people, in, people in my space are very much like, well, I'm really good. I'm better than her. Yeah, but the problem that you have that she doesn't is that you don't promote. So because she's promoting and she's a terrible coach, a terrible podcaster, a terrible businesswoman, but she's figuring out how to get in front of people. You're bitter and envious. Why don't we just take, you're amazing, but you just need to stand into your superpower and be like, I'm actually, this is who I am. So interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious, does anyone come to you not realizing what value they bring already? Or does everyone come to you already? Like, I know I'm super valuable. I'm, or I'm curious, yeah. what are the layers that you peel back with people to realize like, this is what you're really valuable in? Yeah. Usually the people that come with that, they have come with ego and you have to break it quick or they're not going to be for me. Like I'm quick to like, I'll listen to somebody and like, yeah, okay, let me, let me find out where you're at. But at the end of the day, like there's a reason why you're coming to me because you need help, whether you want to hear it or not. So I like working with people that more so are very much like the hidden stars, 
they don't know what they don't know. I'm like, I see it. I'm very good at, well, I feel like I'm really good at seeing like people's gifts. Like, why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you doing more? Most people need the confidence. They need the accountability. They need the support, but they really need the belief. You can do more. You can create, make more money. I had a guy yesterday on the phone. He was getting, making like six grand, eight grand a month from coaching. And he's very good. Why aren't you making that a day or a session? That was like telling him that, you know, Santa's not real anymore. He's like, I can't even comprehend that. But it's that belief. I needed it. You need it. We all need it. Someone just show us there's a different island to go to. What? There's another planet we can go live on? I didn't know that, you know? Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, seeing all these different people's personal brands, what's something you think we do really wrong with our personal brand that maybe we don't realize, maybe we just happen to do it wrong? Most people, what they do wrong is they're not dialing in with who they are. Like, what do you exactly do? Me included for a long time, still today, still today. It's hard. Messaging is very important. I didn't really think about it until I now do it and sell it and show people. I'm like, yeah, messaging. They know what I do. They don't. Most people like know of what you do. Okay. You run a podcast. She does like that podcast, right? Jay, oh yeah, Jay does like social stuff. No, that's not what I do. You want to be so dialed in. So when people have the pain or the problem, they come to you as the solution. Jay does this. Who's the go-to guy? That guy. They don't even need to question it. And I think so many people have a not dialed in with exactly what they do, exactly who they help and exactly how they do it. Because the moment someone's confused, they're not buying. They, they go to exactly the, the, the person or the place to get help. And I'm wondering, do you ever have people come to you of like, I don't want to be too specific because then I can't get more clients. Yeah, that's a block. That's a block. You know, I love, I love mental blocks. I'm always trying to break someone's mental blocks down. Like my favorite one is like, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. Okay. Who told you that? And they say this, I told myself that I said, exactly. You're allowing yourself to be put into a box so that you can feel good about where you're at. I'm look, I'm not the best person as systems and structures, but I don't say, Hey, I'm the star. I'm an outgoing personality. Oh, so now I feel good about not having to No, I'm that's not a great move skill set for me, but I'm going to learn it because I know it's important, but I'm not going to put myself into a box to make myself feel better. So yeah, you know, people are quick to, to label themselves and say something who they are, or, or I don't want to, I, I want to get more clients that way. I'm like, okay, you know what, you know, I'll, I'll share something with you. You can use, and everyone can use this for your listeners. The moment when someone says something to you, always say this. Or like say this enough as you can, right? Say, hey, explain what you mean by that and get them to explain what they say. A lot of people don't even know what they mean. Sometimes people got to hear it to go, oh, that's a good point. Like if someone says, I don't want to, I want to, I don't, I want to make sure I get enough clients. Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. But what do you mean by that? Go like the why, why, what, how? And then they realize it's actually just, they've been telling themselves all these, these things for the last, maybe their whole life. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, going back when did you start to do all this work on mindset? Like, have you always been so attuned about like, if my mindset's not right, I'm not going to have the personal brand. I'm not going to have the money I want. I'm not going to have any of the stuff I want. If my mindset's not my foundation, what was that moment for you of like, I really need to work on this. And how did you start working on it? Yeah, that's a good question. So I'm really fortunate that when I was traveling since I was 18, 16 years ago, I didn't even, I look like I'm 22, man. Like, I don't know how, how I became this old. 
but no, I'm Asian. That's why okay, we, we go, we, we keep our age. Well, we're like fine wine. But when I was traveling, since I was very young, when you travel, like this is like everyone in their twenties should be traveling. I'm so strong, confident and passionate about that. Especially any guy or girl that's young, like get out of America, get out of your first world country. You know, I don't, I'm not asking you to go to the Taj Mahal and go find Buddha and like, you don't have to go on that trip, but just go and travel solo, right? It will form the mindset for you. It will train you. The, the mindset comes from the mindset comes from experience. It comes from confidence too. And, and for me personally, I've always wanted to do more. So I'm always looking at people that leaders and I admire that I look up to. And the one thing that you keep hearing over and over and over and over again, it isn't money. It isn't, you know, team. It isn't all the things that we need. It's this. Those emotions, what are we telling ourselves every day? How do we keep this a vault? And I've seen people firsthand, like their mindset is like anyone can just walk in. You need to have a, like I have like hundreds of bodyguards, thousands. Like no one's, I have you, I don't need that many. I have like one or two. One guy needs to sleep, but I have a 24 hour watch and that takes time. And that takes also like you, you sometimes you, as you said, like, as I said at the beginning, you need to go through the hard times to, to now, oh, we got attacked from that corner. Now we're going to put up another barrier. But I wouldn't have known that because I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. I really think somewhat like mindset coaching is so like non-sexy, but I, I wish I like, I want, not me, but someone should come through and really turn that up, you know, find a way to make it really immersive and people like, oh, I must, before getting into business, work on my mindset. It's sort of like you're quick, people are quick to buy the new app or the program for their business, but they're not quick to go to maybe therapy, find out, okay, hey, before you jump into this, what are our triggers? What do you like with people? What do you like with money? Hey, what are you going to do if that proposal doesn't get sent through and you spend an hour, two out a month doing it? You're going to be ready for that? Ready for rejection? No, people, they don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. And what's a non-negotiable for you in terms of like your mindset, something that you do your every day to prepare yourself, something that you can't live without? Non-negotiable for me for mindsets is the stories. Like I'm not going to let the stories get to me. Meaning like they don't want me to call them back. I'm doing this. This is that. That's all I'm like, hey, who's telling me that? And I'm quick to do that as well. Because we overthink because we want to protect ourselves. I have to be really quick on catching myself out on those stories. And like, of course, you know, we make mistakes and we overthink things, but assumptions are really killers. You ever some, assume something and you call them, you're like, I was completely wrong. Like not even a little bit right, completely wrong. So I try actioning things. So when you're in action mode, it's hard to overthink because you're like moving. See the moment, the moment there's a lot of downtime, there's a lot of thinking time. That's darkness time, you know? It's like someone said, have a clear calendar for three days. Your demons are going to show up on that one. Day two, they're coming. <laughs> it's true though, you know? It is. <laughs> yeah. That's why I do all these things. Like people ask me all the time, my staff, you know, they always ask, why are you doing all these? I said, listen, I like sharing. I like speaking. I'm a speaker. I get to connect with people like you. We get to use it for content. But also like I like a full calendar. If I have too much downtime, I start overthinking. You know? Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, spending so much time with, like, very successful business people, what do you think is the difference between a successful business owner and one who doesn't make it to that point who's not successful? There's a lot of different answers you can say with that. 
But it's a good question though, because I always always re-ask. Like, I'm always very curious on how does what is really the the move? Like, what is that? I don't think it's one thing, but I know there's a, a bunch of things, right? I definitely think that consistency still trumps a lot of people, right? Because you don't have to be the best, but if you put the runs on the board over 10 years, it's very hard to fail on that because you'll get a lot of opportunities. Like if you do a podcast once a week for 10 years straight and you're trying to work it, I, it would, I would be, you'd either just, it would, I couldn't, I couldn't understand how it wouldn't work, you know? I think the the other thing a lot of people have is that that kind of they know that rejection isn't isn't value on who they are. It's part of the game. Like you're not meant to close every deal. You're not meant to close every client. You're not meant to like constantly just have these months of like crazy financial revenues. Like I think people forget that they're in this for life. So a lot of people are just willing to use rejection and they, they give up way too quickly way too quickly you know mm. and you think do you think there's anything in particular that helps you with rejection or do you think you have to just be used to it or is there anything in particular that can make you more less of like a it doesn't affect you as so much once you go through that rejection i haven't like i'm curious to know if if people think this is this works or not but i think the only way is you have to drown in the deep end but you're it's like a computer game you can you can just restart the next day like how do you how do you warm up to rejection? You can't, you know. Like when I was doing YouTube for ten years, I would get keyboard warriors every day, every day hate mail, whatever, you know. So now I'm now I'm like Neo from the Matrix, right? Like doesn't affect me. Like I I purposely push more because if you if you don't care, you'll push more. You you don't you know we care, but I don't care because most of the time negative responses are a reflection of the other person, not you. Now, that doesn't mean you can just go be a dick and go out and do whatever, but most of the time it's never on you, you know? Most yeah. of the time it's a reflection of them, you know? And, and to give you your, your guest feedback, no doesn't mean no. You know what no means? Not right now. I need more information, but just try again. Wrong time. Like, no, okay? When's a better time to speak? Because obviously this isn't the right time. Oh, yeah, it's just I've heard a lot of stuff on. See how much you just took off all the rejection off you. People go, no, oh my gosh, she doesn't want me to call her. Oh, she ghosted me. She left me on red. Call her again. You did one time, one time. You went to the house and you knocked on the door once and you ran away. How dare you? Go hit her again. Hit her again. Try again. Let it be. Let it cool off. You know, and then you can like, um, I, I train people at most days of like, you can always ask the question. Hey, Sophia, listen, I want to help you. Is this for you? Yes or no? When's a better time to do this properly? Hey, I'm, I'm all about following people up, but I'm not going to be the annoying girlfriend. Is this the right time? Yes or no. And when you give people like a very clear decision, they're going to say, yes, contact me in two weeks. No, it's not. And if they ghost again, okay, cool. Like next, I think we get, we get caught up a lot. Yeah. And I have one final question for you. Yeah. If you were to go back in time and talk to your 20-year-old self, what would you want to tell him? Or if you want to say nothing at all, that's an option as well. Dial in. Jade, go, go more. Do more. Do more. Like, do more. Awesome. I should have, I should have like, done more, you know? Yeah. 
Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this today. Where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? Yeah, yeah. At JJ Live, J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E or aceofspadesagency.com if you're out there and you're like, listen, I would love to love for more people to know me and pay me more money and leave a legacy. You can do this by building your brand. doesn't matter whether you're shy or an introvert or 25 or 55, you're a girl, guy, gay, straight, black, white. doesn't matter because people aren't buying that they're buying you and what you stand for thank you guys so much for listening i love if you can leave me a review on itunes please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with i hope you guys have a great rest of your day